Free Cities, Module 1, Ciudad Morasat. If you look at the political map of the world, you see the land masses divided by thick lines into coloured boxes neatly arranged into a mosaic of nation-states. You'd be forgiven for thinking that there are around 200 jurisdictions that have divided the world into more or less contiguous areas of uniform laws and regulations. However, if you look under the cover, you will discover that the world is actually an incredibly diverse place with thousands of different jurisdictions dotting the map. This is not only true thanks to subnational units like states or provinces within federations having distinct rules within the same country. The governance kaleidoscope goes much further. Today, there are north of 6,000 special economic zones worldwide. No one knows exactly how many since they are so diverse and different that it is almost impossible to tell what exactly still is a special economic zone and what isn't. In short, special economic zones are areas within countries where different rules and laws apply in some fields, most often regarding imports, exports, manufacturing, business and trade. They are tools used by states to spur economic growth and development. If a country fails to generate economic activity or if its rules hinder the economy, it becomes evident that changing its policies to promote and encourage economic growth is necessary. However, the political reality on the ground is often very different. It might be incredibly difficult to actually enact such positive policy changes at the level of the whole country. There are often powerful and entrenched interests that benefit from the status quo. If country-level change is not achievable, however, it might still be possible to enact better policies on a small enough level that those special interests are not mobilised. This is how the concept of special economic zones has spread from a handful of countries to almost every corner of the world, with states correctly recognising them as opportunities they better not miss. Though not all special economic zones have been success stories as a whole, these zones have generated incredible economic growth and value over the last half century. However, their potential has to date still been only limited. Standard special economic zones feature lower business taxes, exemptions from import and export duties, and sometimes a simplified set of business regulations or a quicker way of dealing with disputes or paperwork. While this might be great for business, it is not directly aimed at improving the quality of life for the country's citizens beyond what a better business environment generates by itself. Where people are even permitted to live inside special economic zones, they do not directly benefit from the different rules that apply in it. In response to this challenge, the idea of next-generation special economic zones was born. Zones that would not only feature better rules for companies and businesses, but for residents too. One of the first countries to pioneer this model has been Honduras. This Latin American country could perhaps be seen as an unlikely site for such innovation, but once we understand the potential of these special zones, it starts to make perfect sense. Over the past decades, Honduras has encountered a series of formidable challenges. It has experienced a recurring cycle of coups and crises marked by persistent political instability. Unfortunately, amidst these circumstances, the nation has struggled to establish the necessary institutions that could empower its industrious and hard-working population to escape the poverty trap. What is more, the US war on drugs and CIA involvement in the Americas has left the country with notorious gang and crime problems. 
Faced with such grave issues, Honduras decided to take a bold step to try something new that could turn the situation around. It introduced the ZEDE law, short for Zones for Employment and Economic Development in Spanish, which allowed some parts of the country to set up special types of municipal jurisdictions where an operating company would, with the oversight of a government agency, set the rules and regulations that apply in the zone. In other words, the jurisdiction would enjoy quite far-reaching autonomy, and within the scope of this autonomy, different models of governance could be tried to see what works best. This framework was also carefully set up so that only those who wished to be involved in this experiment would do so. Consent was paramount. The jurisdictions could expand either by the operating company purchasing land or by existing landholders voluntarily applying to join them. One of the three ZEDEs established under this regime was Ciudad Morazan, located on the outskirts of Choloma, near the city of San Pedro Sula. This rather modestly sized development might, for the unassuming observer, just look like walled off private development. The reality, however, is very different. Why San Pedro Sula was for many years infamously dubbed the murder capital of the world, Ciudad Morazan has been an oasis of security and tranquility. The city's autonomous status has allowed it to develop a master plan including vital services such as security with an incomparably reduced bureaucratic burden. Marketed as the Blue Collar ZEDE, it offered precisely what the community needed stability, security, ease of doing business, and help with the cost of living thanks to lower taxes. Ciudad Morazan is not another offshore tax haven for wealthy Westerners. Used to luxury and being sheltered from the real world, they probably wouldn't like it too much. This special zone is designed to help locals address some of the most pressing issues related to the basic standard of living that Honduras has struggled to overcome. It offers housing that local Hondurans can afford, bundled with municipal services that keep the streets clean, calm and safe. Businesses located in Ciudad Morazan can benefit from lower taxes and fewer regulatory barriers. This is especially significant for small businesses that don't have the reach and resources to cover exorbitant compliance costs and barriers to entry. Ciudad Morazan is a free city designed to bring the great advantages of special economic zones to the everyday person. It does not feature futuristic renders nor flashy skyscrapers, but we can confidently say its model is the path toward a better life, ultimately for millions in countries around the world.